This is episode 36, how to better connect with your students from a student leader's perspective. You've got to listen to this if you want to learn how to better connect with your students. And you'll be learning from a student leader's perspective, a national student leader's perspective. Stay tuned. Welcome to Z-Rated Success. Z-Rated Success. The podcast to help educators and those who work with youth to help them succeed by standing out instead of fitting in. This This is Z-Rated Success. And this is Nick ZZ. You are in for a real treat. In today's episode, we get to hear from a student leader's perspective. In fact, our guest is the national FCCLA president, Hunter Prince. Hunter Prince has participated in FCCLA for the past five years. Prior to joining the National Executive Council, Hunter served as the Texas State Parliamentarian and Chapter President. Outside of FCCLA, Hunter is a varsity track member, a one-act play actor, the president of National Honor Society, and a yearbook editor for his school. In his free time, Hunter enjoys practicing new music on his guitar and piano, spending time with friends and family, and staying active at the gym. In his post-secondary years, Hunter plans to major in political science with the aspirations to eventually become a politician. And look, before we dive into this, please consider subscribing to today's podcast, to this podcast, Z-Rated Success. I know for a fact that you will receive value. Also, share this podcast with a friend. If you're watching this podcast on YouTube, also consider subscribing to our channel. Let's dive into today's podcast interview. I am super duper excited, super stoked to have Hunter Prince with us on Z-Rated Success today. Hey, Hunter, what's going on? Hey, Nick, I'm doing great today over here in Texas. That's awesome. I'm glad that you're here with us on the show. And I know that the educators, our audience will receive tremendous value from today's episode. Let's dive in. Tell us a little bit about FCCLA for those who don't know. So FCCLA, or Family, Career, and Community Leaders of America, is the only student-led career and technical student organization with family as its main focus. And it has like an underlying foundation of family consumer sciences. That's great. And then how did you get involved with FCCLA? So my sister was actually in FCCLA. And from that moment on, I was like, that looks so fun. And so I started participating in competitive events my seventh grade year. Ever since then, I've been actively involved in the organization. That's awesome. So if you could, can you tell us what types of programs that you have noticed over the years that you've gotten great feedback from your members? I would say the one program that we offer our members that all of them typically enjoy is our competitive events, because it not only gives them a active way to use what they learn in the classroom, in the real world, an exciting way. But it also encompasses all of the organization from its national programs to initiatives, to goals, to mission. So it's a really great program that we offer. And which of the competitive events do you like the most? My personal favorite is parliamentary procedure, just because I'm a person who loves order. And that was actually the competitive event that I competed in. Oh, that's awesome. That's great. Now, if you would, can you also speak about the conference 
when you go to different breakout sessions or different sessions during the conference, which ones do you feel resonate the most with your members? I would say ones the members are feeling included in something that they can relate to. So if it's something about college, there's going to be members that are going to be dying to go to that because they want to learn more about what they need to do for college. And so similar workshops or breakout sessions to what we're going to relate to the most. But that's awesome. Now, what do you think it takes for educators to reach young people today from your perspective? I think definitely going back to that last question, we teenagers want to be understood. And it's important that educators find a way to do that. And it's not learning all the lingo and the trends, but just taking that moment and stepping back and really looking at it from a perspective of a teenager in this day and age, because definitely a lot has changed from when they were a teenager. So finding those just few aspects to relate what they're teaching to what we find important. So let's say as an educator, right, if I find it difficult to relate to one of my students in my class who's perhaps maybe 20 years younger or 30 years younger than me, what is it that I can do to connect with that student? Do I listen to the music they're listening to? Do I what do I do? I would say here, take this scenario. There's a student who's like, I don't understand why we have to learn this. This is a hard subject. And so the teacher just says, well, what do you find important? What is important for you to learn? And then listen to him say, okay, well, that is important. But and then try to relate back what you're teaching to him, because then he'll feel recognized. And he'll also you'll have a mutual respect between the two. Yeah, that's great. That makes a lot of sense. Now, what leadership skill are you most interested in developing over the next year? I think the one leadership skill I'm interested in developing, and it's actually sort of the opposite is following, actually, because mm. over the past few years, I've always wanted to take the lead in everything. And the more I've done that, the more I felt like I was taking opportunities from other people. And so I've been working on this for years now, but just being able to follow someone else and let them take the lead and have a chance in the spotlight. So do you think it's possible to lead while you follow someone else who's in leadership? Oh, absolutely. Because especially with the National Executive Council, there are points where someone else needs to take the lead because they have more input or more experience in something. And so I've become accustomed to letting other people that have more experience take the lead, but still like guiding them at the same time. That's great, because I know that there are some students who feel like, well, you know, I don't want to take the lead. There's that pressure of being in a leadership position and they just want to be a part of the team, but they're not really giving their suggestions, their ideas, because they just feel like the leader should do all of that. And I'm just kind of, you know, sitting in the back. So how can I, as a person who's a part of the team, be effective and making a difference as I follow my leader while I'm on the team? Right. I think something to look at is finding something in the team. Say you're in a little group, Mm -hmm. taking charge in that group and then working your way up into the larger team. And so if you're able to take charge in just one little project, well, then overall, you'll start to grow those leadership skills. And then you'll have a group full of leaders that can take charge at different moments. Yeah, that's that's true. It's true. So I do a lot of presentations across the nation. I speak at various conferences on helping student leaders stand out by being themselves. Can you speak to that? What do you think it means to be yourself? I think to be yourself is... I like to sort of relate it back to integrity, like do the right thing when no one's watching. 
And Mm -hmm. if you're not able to do what you want to do while someone's watching, then you're not able to be yourself. So if you're having to hold back what you say, you're like, oh, I don't think that they'll like that. Or I don't think that I'll still be friends with them if I say that, or they won't think I'm cool. That's not being yourself. So it's just taking that moment saying, is this really who I am? And make sure that you're not holding anything back. And that's to me being yourself. And let's dig a little bit deeper here on a more personal level. How have you overcome that, that challenge, right? Because let's say in a leadership position, you have a lot of eyes on you and people looking to you. How do you not give in to the pressure of conforming by being or trying to be like everyone else? What have you done? Like, if you can speak to that a little bit. I think one thing I did was I found people who I could be comfortable with Mm. and that allowed me to be who I truly am. And I'm still friends with the people that I wasn't able to be my full self, but it's just finding those people that you're able to be comfortable with and like, let your shoulders down. And that's where you can find out who you really are. And then when you go off in the real world, you're able to show that person. And that leads us to the next question here. And it's about finding your dazzle or your tribe, how important is it to find your tribe, the people that you resonate with who can help you succeed, that can push you? I think that's super important. If you can't find some a group of people that you really can resonate with, then like going back to that last question, you'll never be able to be your true self, but you also won't have the greatest potential that you could have in anything that you do really. And let's talk about the educator, the adults that you have in your life, what have you noticed with the ones who have made the greatest impact in helping you get to where you are today? The educators and the adults that have helped me the most are adults that have supported me through everything. And it's not like a financial support. It's not, oh, you got this, but it's being able to talk to them and like share my difficulties with them and them not being like a mentor figure, but them being someone who I can talk to and they can give me advice about it. And so I think that's been the most help throughout these years is just people that I can talk to that have a more mature perspective on things. Yeah, that is super important to be able to have that support from the adults in your life, the educators in your life. And I can attest to that because I've had a lot of educators and adults when I was much younger who helped me Uh, along the process. And it's super, super important. And I have a random question for you. I have a random question. And it's about, let's say if you had one meal, one meal that you would have to eat for the rest of your life, what would it be? One dish, one meal, what would it be? I would definitely have to say like just street tacos because down in Texas, that's obviously a big thing, but you can make so much out of it. And we have some good Spanish food down here. So that is what I've become accustomed to. So it would definitely be some street tacos. Street tacos. That's awesome. That's <laughs> All right. That's great. And Hunter, thank you so much for coming on the show today on Z-Ray to Success. Can you share with us how can we reach you if someone who's listening here would like to know more about FCCLA or perhaps may want to follow you? Can you share some of your information, your contact information with our audience? Definitely. If you want to more learn more a little bit about FCCLA, visit FCCLAINC.org. And then some of my personal information is my Instagram and my Twitter. It's all Hunter.Prince, just my first last name with the period in the middle. 
Awesome. Well, thank you again, Hunter, for coming on Z-Rated Success. And we know, I know for a fact that our audience have received tremendous value. So please do check out FCCLA's website. Also follow Hunter as well on all social media platforms. Thank you again for coming on the show, Hunter. Sir, thank you for inviting me. Thank you for listening to Z-Rated Success. I hope you were inspired today by our guests. I hope you learned some incredible strategies on how you can better connect with your students. If you're interested in bringing me in so that I can speak to your students, so that I can help them build their self-esteem through self-acceptance by helping them discover their Z-Print, if you're interested in learning, please send me an email to info at nickzz.com. I would love to set up a time to talk about what we do. And that's a wrap. Thank you for listening to Z-Ready Success. I'm your host, Nick Zizi, reminding you today that imitation is limitation. Unleash your zebra. If you've received value from today's podcast, make sure to subscribe and visit ZRatedSuccess.com for more tips and strategies that will help you stand out instead of fit in. Reminding you today to unleash your zebra. Unleash your zebra.